And we're back on the Rocky Mountain Review. I'm your host, Ren Wadsworth. And my name is Maximus Hunter, and we are lucky enough to be in here today with two wonderful representatives from Fort, uh, Colorado State's student parent organization. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Oh, thanks for having us. Um, I'm Michaela Dalton. I'm the vice president. Hey, Michaela. Hi, I am Olivia Martinez, and I am the president of the Student Parent Organization. Thanks, Olivia. So glad to have you both here. Thanks for having us. Awesome. And before we went on break, we asked our listeners the question about what their favorite cookie, Girl Scout cookie, is. And they can still uh, text in at 970-491-5278 if they'd like to contribute to this conversation. But we would like to ask you what your guys' favorite Girl Scout cookies we are. Had a, we had a discussion in the back about this, and we... I don't know. We came up with uh, two very different answers. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, I am definitely all about the tagalongs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, That's another vote for tagalongs. I'm so happy. I have never even heard of tagalongs. What? <laughs> I know. You've never so, heard of the best right. cookie as ever it, created. As it should be. As it should be. I, I gotta go with Samoa's. I yes. used to be a Thin Mint fan, but. This is a very divided. Yeah, yeah the divide <laughs> continues. This is like polarizing. This should be politics. Yes. This should be what politics yes. is. You vote based on what Girl Scout cookies the candidates <laughs> like. Anyway, I'm getting off topic here. <laughs> Tell us about the student parent organization. What do you guys do? Uh, yeah, so Olivia and I kind of started this um, last semester. We sort of need, uh, saw a need on campus for a population that was kind of marginalized and, and just kind of like to say swept under the rug kind of, um, you know, students who are raising children. Um, I think that it's such an important population. Um, there's a, a sort of dedication that um, student parents and, a, you know, non-traditional students bring to campus. And um, I work in the adult learner and veteran services as a peer advisor. And so I, I work directly with non-traditional students. And so um, part of that population, we have parents in there and we just were hearing sort of the grievances and, and struggles and we we're like, well, we can do something about this. So let's, let's collaborate and, um, work to make this a, a more inclusive environment. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, definitely doing our best to just provide community and support for, um, people who are raising children and going to school. Yeah. So really what we do is um, we host events with the help of the Adult Learner and Veteran Service. Um, and um, we've done things like a day at the Discovery Museum. We're, Fun. Yeah, we're doing, um, with the help of athletics, we're doing a day on Saturday um, for kids and the family to come and see the men's basketball game, get a picture with Cam the Ram and the team. And so, yeah, just things that we can help engage mm -hmm. um, that population. All righty. And would you guys be willing to touch a little bit on your personal connection to the organization? Yeah. Um, I am a student parent. I have three kiddos. Um, so I have been at CSU for two years. Um, one of those years, my partner was also a student. So being on campus all the time, being in class full time, um, having like really heavy credit loads. Last semester, I took 21 credits um, and also trying to be present as a parent and be involved and can present a lot of challenges. Um, everything from, you know, making it to class parties on Valentine's Day to snow days when the school district closes and CSU doesn't. These are all just little things that happen on a regular basis that you have to deal with that um, a lot of other students don't necessarily have to deal with. Well, and that, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And a lot of students don't really think about the challenges that student parents would have to face. So what, what are some of those ways that student parents have to overcome obstacles that other students without kids don't? Oh gosh, uh, there are a lot of things. I think um, 
there's definitely like a pretty big time deficit for student parents. Typically you're going to school, but you're also parenting and working. So you get up at 5.30 in the morning and get your kids ready for school and get them to school and get yourself to school or to work and do all the things you have to do during the day. And then when you get home, it is not time for homework. It's time for dinner and baths and stories and your kids' homework. And then maybe by 10 p.m. you're doing your own work, you know? It's a full schedule. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, and actually, I'm not a student parent, but my background's in early childhood development and I'm a human development major, so um, the well-being um, of parents and families is definitely something that I'm passionate about. Um, So having that sort of developmental lens um, when we talk about, like, advocacy is really important and what that day, you know, like what what Olivia's saying about the day and what that looks like and how that impacts her as a student, as a mom, as a parent, you know what I mean? Like, that's just... Mm-hmm. so important and yeah. um, in success so um, yeah so why do you guys think it's important that student parents have a support network like this um, for a lot of reasons I know for myself it's really nice to have another parent who's just kind of in it with you um, I know like last semester finals week was crazy you pay for childcare all day long your kids are in school all day and then you have a final at 6 p.m. And so having someone to turn to and be like, hey, I can watch your kid for your Wednesday night final if you watch my kid for my, you know, Friday final. And having that support network is so incredibly helpful. Um, yeah. it's, it's been a really good thing for me. I mean, the implications of community, right? <clears throat> I mean, everybody wants to be a part of a community and a group that understands them and, is, and supports them. Mm-hmm. So it, that and that really helps academically as well. Yeah. So. so as far as the the amount of student parents on campus and you know there are lots there are students on campus who aren't parents do you think there are some common misconceptions about student parents absolutely um well first of all there's no marker for knowing like we have no idea how many student parents are on campus so that's part of one of our sort of barriers um i don't want to say barriers it's one of our challenges Challenges, (laughs) yeah working on it but you know not having a number um, and not knowing exactly how big or small this population is um, can be a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, repeat the question. <laughs> I was just curious about uh, common misconceptions yeah. regarding oh, yeah. student yeah, parents. Absolutely, and um, and I know Olivia will be able to, as a parent, she will probably be able to. Yeah, I think that better. You know, a lot of student parents aren't traditional college students, so we've come back later in life. We obviously mm-hmm. have had children, potentially had family. Um, you know, we've got all these other things going on, and I think. The one thing I see most often is that people will make an assumption, something you've done something wrong, and that's why you're back here at school later in life. Um, but everyone has different circumstances and different things happen. And um, I think it would be really cool to see just a little bit more open mindedness surrounding people who have a different path. Right. And even looking at like how people will look at us when the kids are on <laughs> campus, sometimes they're like, yes, what? Very confused. Tiny humans? What is this? On this yeah. college campus? Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so maybe it's just not. Yeah. I just think, uh, think a lot of college students and this is this is just my, my own observation. A lot of college students are kind of unsettled by kids, especially yeah. on like the yeah. 18, 19, 20 Absolutely. year old range. They'll like. You know, a, a lot of a lot of people at that age aren't super used to interacting with yeah. kids anymore. Right. They haven't done it in a while. Yeah. And do do you think that college as a, an institution exists in a way where parents are supposed to be a part of it, or do you think that college is <laughs> intentionally kind of tough? 
Oh. Well, I don't know. I just think about like the culture we live in and how college is supposed, I'm doing air quotes, supposed to happen right after you know high school. And yeah. Livy and I both did not experience that. Um, and there's benefits, you know, there's pros and cons to that, right? So I think I think when you talk about how um, what is expected of people in you know in the states, it's um, yeah, there's sort of this like ageism where like if you're 18, 19, 20, 21, you know, you should graduate by 22. You know, there's sort of these markers you're supposed to hit. But um, yeah, I think that that needs to change. So um, I think, you know, as non-traditional students and even as a parent, you bring a lot to class. You bring a lot to sort of this educational experience, whether it's maturity life experiences, whether it's in-class discussions that maybe traditional age students didn't see. I will say, though, that when we were handing out flyers on the plaza, um, we had Olivia's kids and some of our other um, members and their children hand out flyers, and all of the students were super nice to the kids Aww. and, like, so happy to take, you know, a flyer and candy. And I might really have been the candy, though. It might have been <laughs> the candy. They're like, what is this piece something, of paper? Some things don't change no matter how old you are. Yeah, That's right. True. And so I... I, would, I don't want to say that every student is not, you know, can't relate to that or anything. I mean, there, people have been pretty positive. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So we appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So my mom actually didn't end up going to college because she had two kids. Right. So do you think services like the ones you guys offer encourage students to go back to school or to go to school while they have children? I would hope so. <laughs> That's um, kind of the goal, yeah. yeah. I think to provide an environment where people feel like, oh, when I get there, I'm not going to be the only one going through this. Right. You know, everybody wants connection. Mm-hmm. That's a normal human thing yeah. is to I, look for connection. And I think also part of our our mission is to be a conduit to other resources in the community mm-hmm. because whether you move out of state or you're just kind of new to the area, not knowing what's out there, or even if you're not new to the area, there's a ton of resources that we've learned about in the community just from doing the work that we do. Um, that's super awesome. And if we can pass that along and be sort of this stepping stone to, to better success, um, that's also part of our, our goal. Mm-hmm. Nice. So uh, I'm curious as a non-student parent, yeah. about as a student, um, even though it's called the student parent organization are there ways that uh students can support you yeah Yeah. we've talked about that i mean olivia's you're studying social work and i'm Mm -hmm. in human development family studies i mean like i said i'm not a student parent we would love for people to get interested i mean if you're not a student parent by no means does that mean you can't be involved or supportive we're gonna have with like michaela was saying we're gonna have these events every month we would love to see students who are not parents come out and you know facilitate activities with the kids and Mm -hmm. and just be a part of the community um because our community has some really wonderful people and some really wonderful kids in it yeah so speaking of events what kind of events do you guys host and what services do you guys offer um yeah well we have a monthly lunch meeting um so the last thursday of every month we meet here in the lori student center it's a bring your own lunch like round table kind of thing and we talk about resources um last month michaela had a speaker come in from an outside group who talked a little bit about um, financial resources for student parents, yes. things like that. Specifically, single single parents. Yeah. Um, project self sufficiency is is a, a resource that we kind of partner with and have have collaborated with. Mm-hmm. And then at least once a month, we're trying to do some sort of a family event or activity. So um, the twenty eighth mm-hmm. of this month, we have a movie night here in the student center. Ooh, uh, what's at a movie? 6 PM. Yeah. Abominable. 
It's a oh, that's that new really one. Good. Yeah, yeah. 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 There'll be free food. Yep, and that's thanks to <laughs> Adult Learner Veterans Service and, and Ram Events. Yes, help oh, that's us make great. that happen. Yeah. So, so come watch a great movie. Yeah, yeah. It's you free. Can, free. You can yeah. come by if you feel like you know. Yep, got free food. There's something you want to well, check I love, out i love us. hearing about uh you know different parts of the campus working right? together especially different resources oh on yeah campus working together. we're very well supported and we're really really lucky and appreciative that's of awesome the support we get so. so um where can people learn more about you guys if they want to get involved or just check it out um if if you look up the student parent organization on ramlink is a really yeah. good place we do have a facebook page um and yeah that's we have a, an email studentparentorg.csu at colorado state .edu. Um, There's also usually members around in the Adult Learner Veteran Services Office always. who would be willing to <laughs> talk about the group. And yeah. Olivia and I ourselves yeah. are almost always, almost always in that there. office. That's where we live. <laughs> so come say hi for sure if, yeah. if you feel like it. Right on. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking Thanks to us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah.